is the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show. I am Joe Sebelia. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, please head on over to YouTube where you can see all of my conversations, including this one, in video format. While you're there, please subscribe to the channel and ring the bell so you don't miss a single episode. My next guest started his musical journey playing drums and soon after switched to guitar and released a couple instrumental solo records. Around 2015, he went on to join Power Man 5000 and has been in the band up until about a few weeks ago when he decided to step away. He is now concentrating on his synth pop band, Raygun Romance, and has quite a few songs out there, as well as videos on all streaming platforms. My guest is musician Ty Oliver. Thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy the show. Ty, so listen, you started as a drummer from what I understand, correct? Yeah, yeah. I started out on uh, out on drums. Um, that was kind of like the... the the thing that got me interested in wanting to actually play was I, I thought, you know, I remember seeing Tommy Lee and like Blossom Elias from Slaughter. And I just thought they were, they just looked so cool. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to do that. Looks That's just so cool and badass, you know, right. and, um, twirling sticks and their big giant drum kits. And, uh, so that got me to get a drum kit. Um, and my mom was cool enough to like, let me have one and practice at the house. And, um, that's a pretty cool mom. Yeah. She was super cool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then my friends would just come over and we just jam in our, at my house after school. And that's like what, what we would do. And, um, yeah. so that's how it started. Yeah, totally, man. How long did you play drums? Well, I, I switched back and forth, um, between drums and guitar for like a while, um, probably a good several years. And then in like 2000, one i'd say i really got serious about okay i'm gonna play guitar and i focused like all my energy on guitar at that point you know okay was there yeah. guitars around the house i mean what made you switch to guitar uh my friends would leave their gear at my house um oh, okay we jam and then they just leave their stuff there so i just kind of started fooling around with it because like i couldn't play drums at night you know so mm -hmm. um i just kind of started fooling around with it let's keep let's keep going sorry <laughs> no worries um i just started going around because they were there and just kind of slowly but surely kind of learned some things and taught myself how to play and um but i didn't take it seriously i just did it because it was fun you know mm -hmm. so it wasn't like i didn't i wasn't like set on oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna get good at guitar it just kind of came over time i just sort of you know eventually yeah. i could play you know a little bit you know yeah so have were you always self-taught or did you end up getting lessons <clears throat> um yeah self-taught man i mean i had i had a good friend of mine um who I hung out with all the time. This guy, Matt Satello, he's actually a super good guitar player. And um, he was like my best buddy. And so I, I was just kind of always hanging out with him and watching him play. And so I think just by being around him, that was definitely a big influence on me. And he, he, mm -hmm. he showed me, you know, cool gear and cool guitar players to check out. You know, he was into all the 80s shredders guys and, you know, turned me on to all that. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, ne never did lessons, just kind of listened to a lot of music, watched my favorite videos and just, you know, just kind of absorbed it over time, you know? Yeah. From what I understand, you were pretty big into the eighties hair metal bands too, right? Oh yeah. Still am. Yeah. Yeah. Still are. So is that what you oh, listen yeah. to a lot of? Yeah. Big time. I mean, yeah. I like a lot of modern stuff too and, and pop music and, you know, alternative stuff and, you know, electronic stuff, but I, I'm an eighties guy, dude. I, I love yeah. the eighties, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. with you as you can probably yep. tell by yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I mean, that's, 
that's why I listen, you know, cause it's always somebody I'm a fan of, you know? So I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So now you started doing some instrumental albums also, correct? Yeah, I did. That's kind of what I first, when I got really focused on guitar, I was like super into Joe Satriani and Steve Vai. And, um, that was like my first, like, I'm going to focus and I'm going to make, I I just kind of was just ripping off Joe Satriani. I mean, I I wanted to be those guys so bad, you know? So, um, but that was my first like focused, I'm going to make some songs and we're put on a CD. And, and like, um, so I did that. <clears throat> I did two CDs uh, and had a three piece band just under my own name and did like the wow. instrumental thing. And um, yeah, I pushed that really as hard as I could, you know, on like MySpace and stuff. That was like MySpace days. MySpace, and, um, yeah. yeah. So, which was really cool. I liked MySpace. I thought it was like a great promotional tool and it seemed to people seem to like respond to it. And, yeah, it was um, very cool when it came out. Yeah, it was big, man. And uh, and when it all switched over to Facebook, I just it just didn't seem to get the same response, you know. Right. And um, so I thought I felt like that was kind of a bummer. But it became harder to promote yourself. It seemed like I guess, mm. Um, mm. or or to get as much of a response from it, I suppose. But um, yeah. So I was doing the instrumental thing. That's what I was doing for a long time and several years. And then it just kind of it just kind of um ran its course and I kind of got burned out and I, and I was like, I want to just be in a band and not worry about whether I'm playing guitar solos or I want to be in like a real band. You know, I just started mm-hmm. to kind of gravitate more towards that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, and then I started um, writing music that, you know, wasn't about guitars and right. all about guitar solos and stuff. And, you know, kind of just moved out of that whole instrumental thing after a while, you know, Right. So when you're writing an instrumental song, I mean, how do you approach writing that? Or do you just put on the background tracks and just jam, or do you actually sit down and think about how your leads are going to go? Uh, it's, well, it's been a long time now since I've done it, but I used to just write the music part of it, like the, the instrumental section. Well, no solos. It would just be, you know, the, the right. skeleton of the song. I would write the arrangement and then I would just, honestly, I would just sit there and like noodle over it until I, came up with lines I liked and then there would be like solo sections where I would be like, okay, this is where I'm going to actually do like a specific, like, you know, flashy part. And, um, I would just fucking noodle over it until I found lines I liked, you know? Um, cause again, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't have any theory or, or, you know, I don't read music or anything. So I would just, I would just have to like play over it until I found stuff I liked, you know, something that sounded good. Yeah. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then, so when you got out of that and you started writing songs with a band, I mean, you weren't singing or anything, right? You didn't start singing no. until later. No, no, that's super recent. Um, I, again, I would just write like the, I always kind of used a similar formula for writing songs in that I, I kind of go with the pop format, like, you know, intro, verse, mm-hmm. pre-chorus, chorus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I've always kind of arranged it in that way. So that's like my starting point. And, uh, and so for songs with, you know, vocals over it, I would just do the same thing. I would just write an instrumental piece with those, you know, that kind of setup and then hope, you know, hopefully the singer can put something over it or they're inspired by it or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And have you always been a songwriter? Um, I mean, yeah, I've always kind of wanted to, yeah, write songs, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, even early on when I was playing guitar, I was always kind of coming up with riffs and I wasn't too big on cover songs. You know what I mean? I, I never really, oh, no? yeah, I never really gravitated towards that, which honestly I kind of wish I did more of because 
it can help you learn a lot and um, sure. it can it can show you all kinds of stuff that you might not even think of and, and uh, yeah. um, help you help out your playing just in general but um but yeah I was just kind of trying to come up with my own stuff that was that was that was fun to me you know what I mean it was appealing yeah and what what years was this what was this roughly about oh the the instrumental stuff well when you started getting into the bands and stuff oh okay so so the instrumental thing kind of phased out by I'd say like 2009 and then and then uh i actually i found this singer named megan mccauley on myspace uh i just was like i like some of her music and i i uh i went and looked on her uh myspace page and she had just put up a blog that she was like looking for new band members and um so i i reached out and i started going back and forth with uh her then sort of manager at the time. And, um, I ended up, uh, going, moving to LA's this is like in like 2009. And, uh, I ended up relocating myself for that band and it was, it didn't last very long. We did like two local shows and the whole thing totally imploded. And it was like That's it. huge dramatic, like falling out. And yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a whole nightmare situation, but so um, you moved for two songs. Yeah. For two gigs. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, at the time it was like, for two was, gigs, yeah. you know, I was a lot more inexperienced and sort of naive. And I was like, Oh man, this is my big break. I'm going to make mm. it there. She's on wind up records. And, you know, it was like the, you know, the can't, wind the carrot being dangled in front of me. And I was like, Oh my God. And so, uh, ended up not working out, but the bass player that was in that band actually was, uh, AP from, um, Gemini syndrome. Okay. Yeah. So he, he went off and ended up in Gemini syndrome. He's doing great. Um, but yeah, so it was a, it was a weird experience. Um, and that was my first venture into a band thing. And then, uh, that, you know, like I said, imploded. And then after that, uh, about a year later, like 2010 ish, um, I relinked up with a, a high school buddy who I didn't even know, um, was a musician, but he, I had, I hadn't talked to him since high school. And, um, he had actually been singing for this band. I am ghost and was signed to like epitaph. And he was like, had done warp tour and like was really successful. And, um, that band had just fallen apart and he moved back to Santa Cruz where I was, where I was from. And, uh, we just kind of reconnected and, and, um, ended up writing a bunch of songs and like, he wanted to start a new project. And, and, uh, so we, we did this thing called Requiem for the Dead, um, wrote a bunch of songs, him and I, um, it was a kind of like a, kind of like a goth electronic rock industrial metal band kind of thing. Okay. Um, and uh, so we we did we did an album. Um, we started playing shows, and I was like super excited about that whole project. And um, that lasted I don't know like a good year and a half. Um, and then him and I had a falling out. We just started disagreeing yeah. over, you know, direction and whatnot. And um, I was probably being kind of an asshole too, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll skip that part. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's all good. Man. But uh, um, yeah, I was really proud of that album. We put out an album called Always and Forever in 2011. And uh, he had a big following from his previous band. So it got a good amount of attention um, online and stuff. And uh, and uh, the first few shows we did were, were super fun and people showed up. And um, and then, you know, it just kind of got a little rocky. And um, I ended up splitting. Um, and that was like 2012 or so. Uh -huh. um, yeah, 2012. And then, uh, then I played in a couple local Bay Area um, kind of goth industrial bands. Um, one was called... Uh, uh, Lemnus, and then the other one was uh, Suicide Queen. Suicide Queen is actually still around. They're 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 still active and stuff. So okay. Um, and we would just open for like you know 
the the headliners that would come through in, sure. in San Francisco and stuff. And uh, that was a lot of fun. But it wasn't I wasn't writing material in that. I was just like playing their stuff, you know, as a guitar player and just to get my live kicks out and stuff, you know. So right right um yeah so you, you were into like we said the the 80s music and stuff but were you into like the depeche modes and all those back then too yeah well yeah first did that come yeah, later like, i love like in, in excess and simple minds and you know aha and, and uh information society all, all that kind of stuff you know so i love all that and and the hair metal stuff too and you know so mm-hmm. there's a wide spectrum of of that all that you know stuff that i like but um yeah but uh, um, yeah, no, so absolutely. Do yeah, you remember a band called I, what were they called Nitzer Ebb or something like that? Yeah, I've heard of them. Do you remember I, them? I'm I'm not I'm not super familiar with their stuff, but I, I'm aware of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I was just yeah. curious if you heard of them because I remember I used to listen to them back in the day. I, I don't know what happened to them, but anyway, I think they're. <laughs> I think I want to say they're still going because I I I kind of dabble in like the goth scene and like that name comes up a lot. You know, but I could up. be wrong, you know, maybe they're not. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. So then, um, so when you were growing up, did, was there music in the house or did you just decide to play drums? No, my mom was like super, she was always cranking music and she had okay. good tastes. Like, you know, um, honestly, some of the stuff that the first band I ever liked was the cars. That was like, yeah, I got obsessed with the, yeah, I got obsessed with the cars when I was a kid. I had all the tapes. But yeah, my mom always had the radio on and it was right in that era of like the Duran Durans and, and mm-hmm. you know, um, talking heads. And and so that was sort of my introduction to hearing music all the time. You know, it was mm-hmm. um, that golden era of like the 80s and stuff. So, yeah, that was a great time. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Music, so definitely. So, yeah, she and she took me right. She took me to my first concert, which was uh, Tom Petty and uh, shoot. Oh man, uh, Lenny Kravitz, Tom Petty, and Lenny Kravitz. Um, okay, like that's a good one. 1990. It was like the Full Moon Fever tour. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my mom definitely kind of had that influence on me for sure because she was always listening to music and had good taste, and and she still, we still like uh, click on bands, you know. So yeah. Does yeah, she like cool. the music you put out? Yeah, yeah. She's she? you know, um, she's always. Yeah, she's a big supporter and 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 I know, you know, she's a little critical here and there, but uh <laughs> it's all it's all good. That's, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So then somehow along the way you ended up finding your way into Power Man 5000. Yeah, man. Um yeah, so it's super just random and by chance how it happened because I was kicking around in the Bay Area like I said playing in, you know, uh a local band there and um I'd been a Power Man fan for like a long time. Like I was super, they were one of my favorite bands for a long time. And yeah. um, I was very active on their social media. If they posted something, I always commented or liked it or, you know, shared it, et cetera. And, um, but I didn't know any of those guys at all. Um, I'd never actually met them. Um, and I was, I was kind of in a weird spot where I had a day job. I worked full time. I was pretty, com- I was very comfortable and um, I'd kind of, hit a point where, well, I'm, I'm getting a little older now. Like I'm probably not going to ever do the touring thing and, and make it quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. I kind of had this moment where I, I had, I had to just kind of let that dream go. I was like, Oh, it's not sure. going to happen. I tried and it's not happening, you know? And, um, it was a bummer, dude. It was like, kind sure. of like yeah, I've been there. Know, was kinda, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, all right, I guess I'm just a weekend warrior now, you know? And, and um, 
So I kind of had accepted that. And then, you know, but I was still out playing around and having fun. And then this one day I was at work and I was um, in, in the morning, I was on Facebook instead of working. And, um, <laughs> you know, and I get this message um, from the guitar player from, from Power Man at the time. And he's like, hey, Ty, uh, you know, do you have any uh, live video of you playing? And I, um, and I was like, yeah, sure. You know, it was very odd, you know, totally out yeah. of left field. And um, and so long story short, we are going back and forth. He's like, hey, can you record yourself playing these songs? Um, you know, we we think we're going to be looking for a guitar player. Can you audition, et cetera? And, and I was just like, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. dude. I was like, so. uh Sounded, did they yeah. hear you play before, before he asked you or how do you know you I played? I don't think so. I, I don't know. Cause I didn't really have any of my own music out at that time. Like that hmm. was current. It was, well, nothing that I was pushing at that time. You know, I was just kind of playing in somebody else's band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, huh. And uh, so he, he said, Hey, send me, you know, some, you record these songs, you know, learn them, record them, send them to us. And, um, <clears throat> and then they were like, Hey, can you audition this on this day? And I was like, sure. So I drove down to LA after, after work one night, you know, um, cause I was, I was in Santa Cruz, which was like six, seven hours away. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, that's a long way. Yeah. So I was commuting like after work. Um, that's a like, long time to think about things. Yeah. <laughs> and get your nerves was, I think, I, I think the first time I went, I had this set, like just playing over and over again. Mm-hmm like the whole drive down there. And I was like, all right, I can't forget this. I can't forget that. I was like, just sweating it, you know, like, so uh, long story short, um, I, I wound up getting in the band. Um, it, it went well. I mean, I was nervous as shit. I made a bunch of mistakes, but they, they let me, you know, they let me yeah. hang out. So, so um, were they all there when you walked in? Yeah. Uh, I met up with the guitar player, Nick, and then, and then we went to the rehearsal spot and some of the other guys were there. And then eventually yeah, everyone, everyone mm. came in and even like spider's girlfriend was there and they were like sitting right in front of me. And I was like, Oh my God, this just is to help with the nerves. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, this is fun. Uh, but, um, yeah, it all went well. And then I ended up, you know, getting to do like a test run of, of shows. There was like five or six shows that were coming up, um, out, out in like, you know, the Midwest somewhere. And, um, mm. and they were like, yeah, you know, let's, let's go do the shows, see how it goes. And, um, we did it. It was fucking super fun. I mean, I immediately was like, Oh yeah, I, I, I want in, I want to do this, you know, yeah. like, um, and, uh, and, uh, they kept calling me back, you know, and I, and I was in it all the way until honestly, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh, just just, a couple just, weeks yeah, yeah. I just recently like left the band. So, okay. Why'd you leave? Uh, man, it's kind of weird. It's, um, we well we didn't do anything the band wasn't doing anything for like two years because of the covid and stuff you know um we had had everything shut down and we we had a tour booked and and it got just pushed and pushed and pushed until um honestly they're on it right now i think it's like right yeah so um i like this last fall the band actually had a couple of dates there was like a whiskey show and like a vegas show and I had just, just got a, a new job that I like desperately needed. Um, mm. And I was the new guy. I couldn't like get time off because I sure. just started. Yeah. And um, so I wasn't able to do those shows with them. Um, and they went ahead and played uh, without me, which is, that's fine. Totally get it. Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, there, were, there wasn't like a whole conversation after that. Um, but the band 
group texts kept going and, you know, we were still kind of chatting it up here and there. And, um, and then these, this tour was coming up and I was like, you know, I should reach out to spider because we haven't talked like, you know, since that happened. So I, I'm not totally sure what he's thinking or, you know, right. I, last I checked, I was with the band still, you know, so, right. um, I'm sorry, let's keep turning off. Um, nah, you're good. and so <clears throat> I, I reached out and I'm like, Hey man, I just wanted to see what's up. I haven't talked in a while and, uh, you know, see what the status is. And, He's like, you know, I'm like, I definitely want to keep playing. And like, he's like, Hey, let me talk to the guys and, and I'll get back to you. And I was like, okay. And, um, so we ended up getting on the phone and, uh, had this big, long conversation. And like, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, some of the guys are, are kind of, you know, opposed to you coming back. And like, there's some issues with your playing and gear. And I, it was totally out of left field. I was just like wow. super caught off guard by it. And, um, you know, it was, it just kind of, I just was kind of like stunned. It was like, what, yeah, what really? Nice you know, like yeah. I was like, uh, so all of a sudden, like since when, like <laughs> right. I've been doing this, been playing in this band for years now and it's never been an issue. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Then it just kind of got weird after that. And I, I, they were like, okay, if you do this, this, and this, you know, we'll, we'll have you back kind of thing, work on these things. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, all right, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And, um, but then, so I had to do some homework, which I did, which is weird because this is, it never been this way, you know, yeah. after all these years. And then, um, and then I was, I was like, okay, the true test is going to be, what's the vibe going to be like when I get in the room with the guys, you know what right. I mean? Right. Um, and cause I was already feeling really weird. All of a sudden I didn't feel like, uh, you know, the vibe was just different all of a sudden. I'm like, wow, there's people who don't want me back. Like I thought these guys were my friends, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're so, like almost an outsider at this point. Now. Yeah. All of a sudden it was yeah. like, I don't feel like I'm one of the guys anymore. Like what's going on. This is super strange. And, um, and so going in, I was already not feeling good about it, you know? Um, so we had a rehearsal, but spider wasn't there. And right away, I just, there was, the vibe was just, I just knew I'm like, it's, it's not going to be the same. Like I, I can't, it's not going to yeah. work. You know, um, I'm still buds with the guys. Um, but something changed. I'm not totally sure why. Um, mm -hmm. and I just felt it and I was like, you know what? It's not going to be fun. Like if it's not going to be fun, then I, I don't want to do it. You know? So sure. I kind of just, I kind of knew right then and there. I'm like, all right, you know what? I, I, I think it's, I think it's my time to just, you know, walk away from it. Um, right which was unfortunate because I didn't see that coming and it's not, it's not how I say it, saw it going down at all. You know? Yeah, so that's, that sucks that, I mean, they just couldn't be up front with you and tell you what the reason. I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, cause it, it's all good. I, yeah, I have, yeah. there's, there's no bad blood at all. Um, I love those guys. Um, I'm, I'm forever grateful for the opportunity I had and it changed, it changed my life, man. I mean, it sure. fucking changed my life. You know, you got some um, great memories there. Absolutely, dude. I mean, I got to do things that I honestly had only daydreamed about until that point. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, and meet people and play with bands that I had on my wall and like you know meet people that I yeah. had the poster of and you know what I mean. It's Make it was awesome. Yeah. So so that happened just recently. It's it's definitely I'm still kind of it's a little weird. You know, I'm still, still getting used not, to it. Yeah, I'm still kind of like okay, they're out there and I'm not with them. This is this is weird. How <laughs> so, long, how long were you in the band? Uh, from 2015 until yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. You know? Okay, so yeah, quite a long time. Yeah, a good long time. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, obviously, we weren't. You know, there wasn't a gig for like two years. But you yeah, know. But, yeah. Did yeah. um did you record on the albums or I mean, how does it work with Power Man? Um, 
no, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't. Um, okay. Spider has a producer that he works with, and um, basically that's like his right hand man, and mm. um, they pretty much write all the tunes and do do the whole thing. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. So yeah, my put my pictures on it on the CD. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So what they, they <laughs> and my these, name is too. So they do these tunes, give them to you, and you learn them. Yeah, basically, it's like, hey, here's the set. You know, mm -hmm. uh, this is what we're gonna play. And or and if and if he wanted to swap a song in or out, he's like, hey guys, you know, learn mm -hmm. this, and we'll we'll go over it at the next rehearsal kind of thing. So that's that's how it went. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. yeah. And now yeah, it's a trip, man. It was like because when I first came in, I was under the impression that like, oh man, you know, the next album we're gonna we're gonna all gonna play and write it, and it's gonna write be it, this yeah. whole thing. And then I I quickly found out that it's like that wasn't the case. You know. Um, which at first I, I kind of was bummed out about, but then, sure. then I kind of also got to see just how that, that goes down a lot with a lot of bands. Um, and I, I, I totally understood it a bit more when uh, over time and it, and it mm. didn't bum me out anymore. I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, it's his band. It's spiders band. It's his project, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and he knows what he wants and, uh, you know, so, and he does a good job at it, you know? So, Mm -hmm. And I got, but I got to play the shows and and be in the videos and you know in the, yeah. in the photos and stuff. So I, Great all time. good, man. Yeah. yeah. Have you spoke with Spider since in the last few weeks? Um. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we had a, a back and forth, and you know, I was like, good. "Hey, man, just you know, want to make sure, just to make sure we're all good." And yeah, so we're we're good, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Totally. He's so a when... he's a great guy, dude. He's a super nice guy, man. Is he? I've never yeah, met him, super... but I mean, he seems cool. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good dude. It's fun to go on tour with. He's you know he's he's a fun guy to play music with and work with. And yeah, he's totally down to earth and, and cool. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then while you were in Power Man, is that when you started Raygun Romance? Yeah. So I started the Raygun Romance thing in 2019 officially because I just hadn't. I was so my head was just so in Power Man, and I but I wasn't being creative really. Um, and I and I missed having, you know, some sort of creative outlet. I just, I just hadn't had the itch for a while. And suddenly I finally, I just got it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start, you know, I, I want to start writing some music again and have like a project. And, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and I knew though, at the time I started it, that it was going to be more of an electronic thing. Like yeah, I was, I was like, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to, no, no, yeah. it, it was, I was going to do something. It was definitely not guitar based. You know, mm -hmm. I was going to be, I was not going to worry if it was heavy or, or if it had no guitar or some guitar, I just wanted it to be however I wanted it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, cause I liked electronic music. I liked like goth stuff and 80 stuff. And, and, um, so I just kind of like, I finally started to get like a vibe and a, and a vision for it. And, and I started, you know, writing some music and it's, it, it just took shape. And, um, originally though, it started out where I was just making the music and then I had hired um, a singer to, to, to do the first six songs I put out. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was, which was great. You know, the first stuff I did, I, I, I love it. It's great. But then she was also just a hired gun. So once those six songs were, were kind of done, you know, she was back doing her own thing. And I was kind of like, well, shit, I want to keep going, but I don't have a singer now. <laughs> right. Who was the um, singer? Who, what was her name? uh natalie natalie nebula that's natalie nebula excuse me that's her like stage name or whatever sure. but um uh great singer who i i met through myspace again and i'd kept in touch with that myspace um, yeah uh, um so that so those that first batch of songs came out and then i just i kept writing but i didn't 
know how I was going to move forward with it. Like, I'm like, well, maybe I can just have a guest singer on each song. And, um, I quickly realized that that was not going to be sustainable because yeah, people, it's never their priority. You've always got to like chase somebody around or like, you know, it's, I was constantly just like waiting and like, and I was like dying to put stuff out. So honestly, out of necessity, I just was like, and frustration. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to try and sing myself. And I'm, I've done karaoke, you know, that's about it. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> so different. It was like, it was definitely like, you know, okay, maybe I'm kidding myself. Like this, maybe this is going to be terrible. Like it's not going to work. Um, but I did a couple things at home and it was just good enough to where I was like, I, I think I can get away with this. <laughs> I think I can oh, pull man. it. You're brave. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then I showed somebody, you know, a couple people, one of the, one of the first things I did, which was a cover song, was that uh, Google Doll song Naked. And um, I made like an electronic version of it. And people's reactions weren't like, they were good, which I was surprised. I was kind of like, all right, how's it going to be? Are they going to be like, dude, this, this is not good. You can't sing. <laughs> no, geez. Yeah. You so, know, I, I mean, how did you find your, your vocal range or did you, did you experiment with different ways of singing it or uh, um, I mean, how did you find how you sing? I, I kind of had an idea because I'd done karaoke a bunch and I had some songs that like I knew I could do and like mm -hmm. kind of showed me where I could sit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, but that was my only guide. Like I just kind of, was like, well, I can kind of do this kind of range. So I think I can get away with that, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm still learning, man. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not like some amazing singer by any means, but I can do it enough to where I can finish the art. And that's, yeah. the, that's the goal. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. So were you writing all the songs and the vocals and lyrics and everything now? Yeah, it's all, yeah. I'm a one, one-stop shop, man. It's, um, wow. I'm recording it. I'm filming the videos. I'm editing it. I uh, started mixing my own stuff for better or worse. Um, just out oh, of necessity. Great. Yeah. Thanks, sounds man. Great. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I will. The first batch of songs though, I had a producer I was working with, um, this guy, David Nazi, uh, who's awesome. He's super good, mm. super duper good, uh, super pro. Uh, but again, he just got busier and busier and I was wanting to, I was wanting to do stuff, you know, faster than he could get to it kind of thing. Mm. And so, and it was, it was also costly. Like I, I couldn't afford sure. to, to pay him, um, every time. And, uh, he was also already giving me a deal on, so I felt kind of bad about that. But, um, so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to try and I'm going to try mixing my own shit and, um, for better or worse. I'm like, if I can even get it in the ballpark of not terrible, then like, I think yeah. I'll be all right. You it know? seems tough. It's it tough is to tough, mix. dude. It's really yeah. hard, especially because I had crappy monitors, um, before. So, I'd go put something in my car that sounded great in here and it would just be awful. You know? yeah. And like the frequencies were just all over the place and um, that I couldn't even tell when I was playing back in my, in my room, you know? So mm -hmm. there's some trial and error there and it took, you know, some things probably took longer than they, they could have, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm getting it close enough to me where I'm happy, but there's obviously room for improvement, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah there's not, so. there's nothing worse than uh having it sound good on your computer because I, I do the same thing in this room i yep. record and then you're like yes and you take it into your car and it sounds yep. terrible just yeah just muddy bass and yeah, yeah just totally man it's it's a trip it's uh you know that's why people get paid to do it that are really exactly. good at it you know what i mean yeah. i realize that <laughs> later on i realized that i found that out <laughs> yeah right right, right. But, totally man but so when you're yeah. writing these types of songs is it what would you categorize these songs in if you had to say what type of songs they are, I just call it like 
uh, like synth pop, electronic rock, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So when you're writing the song, it's not like you're coming up with a guitar riff or, or anything, right? No. So no. how do you start no. writing a song like this? That's, yeah, see, that's the, the difference is I, I basically have a keyboard and um, I use the program Reason uh, for all the sounds, programming drums, the, all the keyboard synth sounds, um, all of it. Uh, so all the bass lines and stuff. Um, so what I'll do is I'll just kind of, sometimes I might just start out like creating a beat and I think it sounds kind of cool and then I'll try to put a bass line over it and or just a keyboard line over it. Or maybe I'll just... um start off with the keyboard part I like, and then build around that. I basically just start off with, with one of those elements and then mm-hmm. build around it, you know? Um, and there, and the, the vocals too, like sometimes as I'm putting it together, I'll come up with like vocal lines while I'm doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. And some, sometimes they go quick and sometimes it's like I'm banging my head against the wall for a month or two. Yeah. Know, so yeah. 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 So you have all singles out now, right? There's not a full album out. Yeah, no, I, it's like, as I was doing it, it just, that kind of, that's just seems to be the way things are consumed these days. And it just Mm -hmm. makes more sense because it's everything's streaming and you can just listen to things in a row anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. And also as far as promotion, you know, you see bands these days, they, they put out their album and, and the turnaround on things is so quick that like in two weeks, it's like forgotten about, you yeah. know what I mean? Or, or the cycle has just slowed down and they, it's like, how many times can you say our new album's out? And then people just don't care anymore, you know? So right. um, no, I think single, that's definitely a good approach that way with the singles. Yeah. Yeah. And with a single, you can put one out and promote it and do your whole cycle on it. And then, you know, put another one out in like six weeks or two months or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. at least that's, that's how I'm looking at it. I mean, I, I'm struggling to get, eyes and ears on it myself you know it's like right i I feel like without like uh, some sort of promotional budget and pr team like you're you're almost just you're just fucking fighting you're just going uphill man it's it's tough it's tough it's real tough yeah now you just released one not too long ago let it go is that what it's called yeah yeah that was january Yeah, yeah january um and yeah and like you know it's like i had the little cycle for that and then now i'm i don't have anything that I'm hundred percent excited about and ready to, you know, to roll out. So it's, there's been kind of just this like downtime. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm, 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 but I've got stuff in the works. I want to put something else out. Obviously I just, I haven't, I haven't locked it down just yet. So mm-hmm. how, yeah. how many songs do you have that you're not hundred percent on yet? Uh, there's two and a third in the works. There's even probably a, maybe another one in there, but there's two mm-hmm. that are done that I finished and just, I just listened to them and I'm like, something's not there yeah i'm just like yeah i don't i don't know about this one you know Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. that happens though yeah are you pretty you can't all be winners man that's that's right (laughs) that's what my mom always told me yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) um are you pretty picky on your songwriting like before you put Uh, it out does it have to be like yes that's it i mean i i try to be but Mm -hmm. then you know um and it's like i might I might be excited about something at that time. And then six months later, I listened to it. And I'm like, well, maybe that wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I try to be picky, man. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I want it to be good and I want people to be excited about it, but you know, you never know who's going to like what, and you know, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now 
are you what are you planning on doing with Raygun Romance? Are you going to just be a studio project? Are you going to take it live? What, what's the plan for it? That's that's a very good question, man. Um, I want there's a part of me that really wants to take it live and feels like I need to. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also like, well, how is that going to work? What's that going to look like? Um, right. Is it me and a laptop, which would just be dumb? Um, or <laughs> you put a big, big mask on or something. Right. right Don't right. they do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, or is it going to be a live drummer with an electronic kit or a keyboard player? You know, I don't, I don't totally know, but um, yeah, I definitely want. I feel like I need to do that, you know, because it's kind of scary. Because then I'm like, oh, I have to get up there and like be a frontman guy, like you know, and actually sing live. Like, so you've never that's done terrifying. that live. What's you've that? Never, you've never done that live. No, I mean karaoke. That's it, dude. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. um, so it's like terrifying, but also. I feel like I need to do that. I need to, I need to have that experience. You know what I mean? And, and see if I can do it. (laughs) I don't even know where you would start to put a band together to make that kind of music. I, yeah. I mean, cause I follow, you know, I follow uh, projects like that or bands like that. It's, uh, um, and their live setups are different. You know, some of them are, have a drummer and a keyboard player and then somebody's operating a laptop and you know, it's a whole, there's all kinds of different ways to, to do it. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure either, like who, mm-hmm. where I would go first, to be honest. Um, I definitely want a lot of cool lighting though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of cool lighting in your videos and you say you record those yourself. You do all that. Well, the last two videos I did the lot, the most recent two. Yeah. I just did them with my phone and a, and a ring light and had to get really fucking tricky with editing, you know? Um, mm. but the other ones, uh, they were filmed. I would just rent a space and I would have my ex-girlfriend, uh, she would film the kit, film it. And then I would edit it. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Okay. And then how did you find that process? Was it uh, hard for you to pick up on or what? Um, the recording and editing process. Oh, like the video part. Yeah. Um, I just, I was just out of you know necessity, man. I really wanted to make videos really bad. And I started asking around like with a couple of, I actually asked spider cause he makes movies. Um, mm-hmm. him and his girlfriend, actually they do, they do movies. Um, and so I asked him, I'm like, Hey, what's, you know, what's a good camera to get? Or like, what's this editing software to use? And, um, and, and another friend of mine, actually, he's the merch guy for power man. Um, he does film stuff too. And they just kind of gave me some, some pointers. They're like, you know, get this app, watch this video on how to edit. And, um, that kind of thing. And so I just kind of took some notes and, and then they were also like, Oh, you can, if you get this, the right app, you can film a video on your phone and it will look good. And I, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, no way it'll, it'll yeah. look amateur, you know? What, what and, uh, uh, it's called a uh, filmic pro. Fil- what is it? Uh, filmic pro filmic. Yeah. Huh. Um, and it's got this setting on it that it gives it that sort of movie ish look here and there. It yeah. can. Um, and so that I was like, okay, I got the app and I kind of fooled around with it. And I'm like, wow, I think, I think this could work, you know? And, um, and yeah, so, uh, and then I got, I had to get a whole separate laptop for editing because the footage is, is like mm. 4k and it, it just kills a computer if they can't handle it, you know? So, yeah, yeah no, I know um, uh, so I just winged it, man. I just started, you know, chopping stuff up and seeing how, seeing how it came out. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm by no means I'm no expert. I just kind of know what I like and when I see it and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, just kind of wing it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, your videos look great. So, I mean, you're doing a Thanks, great dude. job. 
Yeah. Thanks, man. I was yeah, really I was impressed. Really stoked. I was stoked because I, I was like wanted to do a video forever. And I just kind of another thing where I was, it was either too expensive or the person I wanted to work with was busy forever. Yeah. Um, and I was always kind of chasing them around. And, uh, and so finally I was just like, dude, I, how can I do this myself? You know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's, yeah. Then that, that kind of led me into, you know, just, just giving it a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever find yourself looking for another band situation similar to power man? Like, guitar heavy you know i mean i'm not opposed to it uh but i'm not like worried about it at the moment i'm kind of mm. just gonna go with the flow for now and and keep you know working on my own stuff and um kind of not sure right now i mean if something mm-hmm. comes along absolutely but i'm i'm not like actively looking at the moment mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a little bit of freedom there when you're doing your own thing too yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, that's just kind of what I've been doing the last two years anyways, because everything shut down. And so yeah. I'm kind of used to it now. So, um, but I, I am, there is that itch to, to get out and play gigs, you know I mean? So mm-hmm. eventually I'll, 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 I'll have to do something, you know? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So where yeah. can people can your music's available everywhere, right? All streaming services? Yeah, all the stream YouTube, Spotify, um, the usual places. Yeah, I'm at Apple, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you have a YouTube channel? I, I saw, do. Right? Yeah. It's just um, I think it's just Reagan Romance. If you mm-hmm. just Google or you know, search on YouTube Reagan Romance, did all the videos are there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, cool. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day there, Ty. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, like I said, I, I've been, I listen to your interviews all the time, man. So, Hey, I appreciate it. Need all yeah. the help I can get. <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I like lovely combos with like Jizzy Pearl. He's always a fun one. <laughs> oh, he's great. Yeah. I've had him yeah. twice. He's, he's, he's yeah. a great guy. Totally, man. But, but yeah, no, it's cool to be on here, man. I appreciate you having me on. All right, Ty. Listen, man, you take care. All right. You too, man. All right. See you. Later, Joe. That's all for this week. Join us next week for another episode of the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show podcast. Available on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.